Christians that go back home, you go back home and then you revisit what you've learned and you try to assimilate, to understand it and to even apply it to your day-to-day lives. When they saw the disciples in Antioch and the way they were acting, they were behaving, they decided and come to that conclusion that these people are Christ followers because they were behaving like Christ. So they named them Christian, Christ followers. And can I, at this point, tell somebody as well that Christianity is not a religion. Christianity is not a religion. We have many religions. Christianity is not one of them. Christianity is a way of life. Hallelujah. The way you live your life. Hallelujah. That is what it's all about. The only thing is that we have principles that we need to follow. Hallelujah. We need to be like Christ. Hallelujah. And even saying that, if we are going to be like Christ, then we need to look at his life, right? So, looking at his life, he came for a purpose. He was appointed, selected for a purpose. Though he offered, hallelujah, and came for a purpose. And he came and completed his assignment. Even at a point, it was almost like, I don't think I can go through it. But it says, not my will, but yours be done. So he was able to complete his, his assignment. So you and I have been appointed. By his appointment, we are here. We did not choose ourselves. He chose us, even in this generation. We are called royal priesthood, holy nation, peculiar people, people that have been brought out of the hiding into his marvelous light, hallelujah, to do something. And what we ought to do is what we are trying to, you know, search together, find it out in the word of God, which is the revelation, and to know what we ought to do. Like the sons of Issachar. Remember, we always go there. They know the time and season to know what they're supposed to do. Hallelujah. And we too, we are trying to find out what we're supposed to do at this season. This is a season that is not like every other season that we have experienced. We have an invisible enemy fighting everyone. Hallelujah. For some of us, we have shield. We have the power of God shielding us, preventing us, not allowing us to be swept away. Hallelujah. So, the story of Jonah is very important in this uh, series because Jonah was once like us. Being saved, no, 
he knew God, but when the assignment came, he didn't want to do it. He ran from the presence of God. But God, who is everywhere, knows everything, caught up with him, even in the boat where he was sleeping. And the life of the people that were with him were in jeopardy because Jonah refused to serve God or refused to deliver the Hallelujah. Refused to deliver the message. And Jonah, eventually, I want to skip it because, uh, you know, at a point, you know, they had to drag him out and he told them it was the cause. Like I told us two weeks ago that we are the cause of many things that are going on in the world because we refuse to, stay, to stand in the gap. Now, you may think that, Pastor, I hear you, but you see, I have my own issue. I have my own problems. I, I'm not Christ, you see. I didn't come to die for them. But the thing is, Christ gave us this command when he was living. He told us to make disciples of nations. Hallelujah. Not only the, I mean, not only that, he gave us power. Power over the powers of the enemy. In the name of Jesus, the Bible says every knee must bow. So why is it that they, why is it that names are not bowing when you call the name of Jesus these days? Aren't you concerned? You lay hand on the headache for five days. The, 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 the headache persisted, still there, would not leave. Something is wrong with your fire. Hallelujah. Can I tell you? What is wrong with your fire? You didn't rest. You are working 24-7. Yes, that headache, the cause of it is because you have not had a sleep for five whole days. Okay, you didn't hear me. You must make this money. I must make this money. I remember man uh, used to say whenever we we call upon him then i remember a few years ago that man of god you need to start the work of god we always say it's not complete it's, it's, it's not complete what is the meaning that i have a target i need to make the target then i will Come back and answer God. Many of us are in the same shoe. We are not just saying it out. But in our minds, we are like, God, just give me that building that I want to buy. Just give me that car. Let me just raise these kids. When they are 18, 21, then I will have time for you. Oh, uh, okay, I'm not speaking to you. I'm speaking to your neighbor. Is that not right? That's not you. Because yours is not like that. Yours is just like, Lord, just make me settle. When there is no more trouble in my life, then I will have time to serve you. Okay, you are not in, the, in that category as well. Okay, I understand. 
My family must know that I am the head. You have to bless me so much that everyone will recognize. Then, Lord, I will display your glory. You are the one with one talent. You are the one with one talent. You better repent very quickly. And that's why I'm here. Praise the Lord. So Jonah repented. Hallelujah. And he went on to do what God asked him to do. And many things happened after that. So let me just move on. I've done my introduction. And the only way we can discover our assignment is to get into God's agenda. We have to check it out. And it's in the book of God. In his words. The book, the revelation of God. Which mostly is the word of God. Hallelujah. And I'm going to open some things to you as well, and you will see that what I've been saying to you all this while makes sense. Hallelujah. So we enter the book of God and uh, open it up, and we discover that at this season, this generation, what God is doing right now, if you will hear me, is the announcing of his second coming. He is coming back, period. And he's soon coming back. Hallelujah. Amen. He's been here, died for you, but this time around he's coming to judge. He's coming to judge. He will take his own to himself and the rest cake to hell. And um, the reason he's so delayed up to now is because many souls are on their way to hell including that close friend of yours that do not know Christ, that brother of yours, that sister of yours that do not know Christ, they are on their way to hell. Now, you can't tell them that, right? You can't tell them. They can't say, hey, sis, come here. You know you're on their way to hell. No, the Bible says walk with wisdom towards them who are where? Outside. Doing what? Redeeming the time. Redeeming the time. Walk with wisdom, with wisdom. How can we do this? Now, the world has failed God many times. We know that, but this time around, God is so jealous. So jealous of what the world is doing. And he's folding his hands. It's not that it's not doing anything, because at least he's protecting us, at least. But to see those other people dying as well, they are his people as well. He doesn't want them to die as well. So he wants them to come back. So, Jonah heard God and delivered the message and people repented. Remember, last week they cried out unto the Lord and the Lord relented from the evil he planned towards them. Praise the Lord. So now, last week, I know I stopped when I said we need to start proclaiming. Remember that? And that you need to go and buy your trainers. Remember I said that? Your trainers. If you don't remember that, that means it's been a long time. I told you I went back. Even yesterday morning, I listened to the message all over again. For myself. Not for you. For myself. Now, this one is for you now. I'm going to go back tomorrow and listen to it again for myself. 
Okay. You are still not with me. Okay, now, do you have your trainers? Did you buy any? You didn't buy trainers? Oh, you have already? Okay, is it cleaned? Did you clean it up? Okay, you ready to run? Because God wants the runner. He's looking for runners. People who can run. I mean, run very fast. Okay, if you can't run fast, but at least you can run. So, whichever way. So now, remember we close in, uh, uh, from, uh, in the book of Second Chronicles, chapter 30, verse 6. We are, spoke about the runners. The king, Hezekiah agreed with the people to call for the for people to come and worship God, to return. Remember, the returning of his people. Hallelujah. So, you know, the runners now ran. Amen. In verse 6, it says, Then the runners went throughout all Israel and Judah with the letters from the king and his leaders and spoke concerning the command of the king. Children of Israel, return to the Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, and he will return. Hallelujah. And he will return to the remnants, the remnant of you who have escaped from the hand of the king of Assyria. Hallelujah. I wanted to jump. It's okay, I was, I was still jump. Now, people were returning, but something happened. Because you see, this is where we have to open our eyes and get wisdom, get understanding, and understand how God works. Okay, now, returning made some of them. Let's go to verse 18. I think I should jump to 18. Okay, yeah, 18. Let's read from 18. Okay, Second Chronicles chapter 30. Second Chronicles 30 verse 18. For the multitude of the people, many from Ephraim, you better open it quickly. Hallelujah. For the multitude of the people, many a, from, yes, go on. For a multitude of the people, uh -huh. many from Ephraim. From Yukotun. Manasseh, Manasseh, Issachar, Zion House, and Zebulun, and Zebulun had not cleansed themselves. They have not what? Cleansed themselves. Uh huh. Yet, yet they ate the Passover. Yet they ate the Passover. Contrary to what was written. Okay, pause there for a second. That's why I want you to read so I can explain. Hallelujah. Some people will not clean themselves. They will not clean themselves. So, by law, they are not supposed to do what? Partake of the Passover. By law. These are our brothers out there. Okay. How many tribe of Israel do we have? 18, right? Oh, is it 12? Okay, I was trying to check you out. 12. Now, if you look at there again, how many, of, how many of them, how many of the tribe are there? Many from where? Ephraim, Manasseh, Manasseh Issachar. You know the sons of Issachar? Hmm. Some of them. Uh -huh. And Zebulun. And Zebulun. How many is that? Four? Four. four. Now, because of the four 
people, they're supposed to do or postpone it again. But this time around, no. Now, where I'm going in this world is what you are going to read now. Now, read. But Hezekiah prayed for them. Hezekiah did what? Prayed for them. them. Uh huh. Saying, saying, may the good Lord provide atonement for everyone uh-huh. who prepares his heart to seek God, uh-huh. the Lord God of his fathers. Uh-huh. Though he is not cleansed, though he's not cleansed, according to the purif- purification of the sanctuary. Uh huh. And the Lord listened to Hezekiah and and healed the people. Can you see what's happening there? Grace speaks. Hallelujah. They were not cleansed, but what happened? Ezekiah prayed for them. Ask God to do what? To atone their sin anyway. So that they too can be healed. So that they too can be restored. Reconciled. Hallelujah. So you see, God's heart is not about you only becoming Christian. It's about you moving to save his children. You cannot just claim that, oh, because we are Christian and they are not. No, it's not about, it's about human beings. Creation of God, especially in his image. You and I need to move with compassion. We have our shoes ready to run. And we need to run to announce to people to come to God, to turn to God. The prayer was, it says, who prepares his heart to seek God? Now, how are they going to prepare their heart if we don't do anything? If the runners will not run, how are they going to prepare their heart? If Jonah will not deliver the message, how are they going to repent and turn from their evil ways? How? So you and I, we have to run. Christ is coming back. He's coming back to take his bride. He's coming back for his own. He's coming back for as many as we believe in his name. And he wants us to take this message to the world. Now, how? You want to come and take my place at the pulpit? You are welcome to, but uh, who are you going to speak to? Us. Oh, you didn't hear that. If all you are waiting for is to come and take the pulpit, who you are going to speak to is still us. Us have been hearing the same thing over and over and over and over again. What God wants is for us to go out there. Hallelujah. So my job, my assignment is to help you, to train you, to get on your feet, to get ready, do the early morning training, stretching, and all that, so that you can run without getting tired or getting injured. Oh, you didn't get it. (laughs) 
Yeah, because if you don't train properly and you start to do sprint, you want to be first, you will realize that you will be last. Just like the house, uh, 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 well, house or church sport event that we did a few years ago that I thought, you know, I was still like I was, you know, I mean, fit. So I was running with uh, people half my age or even lower than my age and my imagination of my days. I'm still here, oh, don't, don't try me. But you know, I was ready. They said, oh, your mark said go. I picked race and I wasn't looking because we've been trained to look ahead. Don't look aside. So I thought I was winning. Because I could not see anywhere. I was just focused. I was running. By the time we, you know, it ended, I realized that I was the one behind. Everybody had finished. I was like, ah, what happened? up to today, I'm like, what happened? You will not get tired. You will get injured if you prepared well. And that's my job. And that's what I'm trying to do. Now, my concern is not... It's not, uh, you know, uh, 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 if you hear me or not. What I want you to do is to go and do it. Hear the word and go and apply it, please. And that's why I'm going to say today that we have Operation Spread It. Operation Spread It. Say it with me. Operation. What do you want to spread? Not coronavirus. Not coronavirus. You are going to spread the good news of Jesus Christ, who has come to save the world. Hallelujah. He gave himself for the world. So we have this operation spreading. And the way we are going to do it, if you don't have Android phone or iPhone or any, you know, those phones that can send messages, you know, on the chat, Facebook, I know this. If you don't have it, see me. See me. And what I'm going to do is to pray for you to go and get one. Hallelujah. Oh, you thought I was going to say I'm going to give you one. Okay, maybe you need to bless me more. And I will do that. Surely I will do that. If, I'm, you know, if I have the means, I will give everybody. Because we are now in the operation, use your phone. Use your credit, your data to spread the news. Because even if you go on the high street now, there is nobody there now to preach to. So how are you going to preach? Operation spread it. You will, you will use your phone to spread the good news of Christ. Now, there are many things that people can say on social media platform and all those things, in the Instagram and all. Do you know that somebody who is planning to give up on Christ can just look at your comment and say that, you know what? I will give God a chance. Can I say it? Give God a chance. It's a message. Do you know it's a message on its own? Because, it, it, I mean, many people have given God many chances. And they thought, well, you know what? That's it. I don't want to hear anything about God anymore. But they like you. They like your page. And here you are. Give God a chance. Just this once. And you will see the miraculous hand of God. God is said to deliver you. God is said to heal you. You don't have to mention names. You can preach on your page. There is nothing wrong in it. They're not going to arrest you for preaching on your page. Am I speaking to the church? Operation spread it means that 
wherever you find yourself, whosoever it is, just drop something of God in that place before you leave. You may not say anything at the beginning. You, do you know you can go for an interview and spread it? Yeah, I did it in my exam. Those days, that exam was so tough. It was hard. So I finished the exam. I said, uh, <laughs> this, is, this is rubbish. And I said, you know what? I know what to do. So at the corner of the paper, I drew cross. Cross. I'm asking for mercy. <laughs> when you look at this, just let mercy triumph over your judgment. I know it deserves 40. Ask extra 10. That cross can, can say many things to many people. You are the interview. And you did well. Everything went well, and you are about to leave. He said, thank you very much. God bless you. God bless you. Okay, I'm hearing you saying that, well, you did well. You just lost the job because you said God bless you. No, that's not true. That's the lie of the devil. That's the lie of the devil. You see, people, employees, people who fear God because they know they will not steal from them. Okay, you don't understand. They, if they know that you fear God, they will say, okay, at least this one will fear God enough not to do what? Embezzle our money. Spread it. Say it again. Operation, spread it. Okay, you have not made up your mind yet, I understand. So, verse 20 says, and the Lord listened to Ezekiah and healed the people. So you and I can stand in the gap. We can pray for the nation. We can pray for our street. We can pray for our council. We can pray and just say, Lord, you know what? I'm standing in the gap. Though these people are not listening to you, they are not doing what they're supposed to do. But Lord, I'm asking that Lord, you will heal the land, O oh God. And when you say that, they will begin to see the miraculous. And that is what normally attracts the unbelievers. Hallelujah. Signs and wonders. Let them know that, you know, okay, now, imagine your page, your Facebook page is full of Medway, Medway, Medway. You pray for Medway on Monday, Medway. Medway will pick it up. Do you know that you you are not hidden at all. Oh, they control what goes on in your page. You didn't know that. They're watching. They're watching. When you keep, okay, if, if you don't believe me, you just use threat words on your page and see what happened to you. Trump will tell you. Just use words and, and then you will see how they will just block your page. But now, use your page to pray for Medway, Medway, Medway. For a week, they will recognize that somebody is praying for Medway. Okay, you don't believe me. You are too into yourselves. Hallelujah. Romans 5. 
before somebody says that this pastor just loved to, to go to Old Testament. Okay, let's come to New Testament. Romans 5, 6. For when we were still without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. Oh, he died for? The ungodly. Is that in the Bible? It's in the Bible. Christ died for the ungodly. How possible? How can this be? This is not right. This is not correct. How can God die for the ungodly? How can Christ die for the ungodly? That is or was what he came to do. Hallelujah. To die for the sinners. Praise the Lord. Seven says what? For scarcely for a righteous man will, will. one die. Uh-huh. Yet perhaps for a good man, someone would even dare to die. And eight. But God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. The first step. Now. Let me help you because I can see your face that I'm not speaking about your situation and all those things and the money that you won at the end of this month and is yet to appear. I understand. So let me encourage you to tell you that in your assignment lies your victory, lies your blessing. In your assignment, once you discover your assignment, God will look after you so good, so well. I'm telling you, you will lack nothing when you are in your assignment, in, in God's given assignment. God will look after you and your household. It will sort you out. We have experienced it. It's, it's, we are not just saying what we read. We are telling you how faithful this God is. Hallelujah. Me standing before you is the faithfulness of God. It's God's mercy and grace upon my life. You see, when you embark on this mission of Christ, what you will see is the goodness of God. Everything that you want, God will... Solomon did the same thing. He became the king and, and you know, praise God, another opened the, 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 the windows of heaven and God appeared to him in the dream and said, you know what? I'm so blessed with your offering. What do you want me to do? Just tell me whatever. I say, you know what, God? Uh, I have this in my heart, but no, 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 no. Give me wisdom to lead your people in and out. Help me out to be a better leader. And God said, wow, solo, <laughs> don't you have this in your heart the life of your enemy you didn't ask me riches you didn't ask me oh no you didn't ask me okay you know what receive the wisdom to do the assignment and the other stuff in your heart I've given to you as well this is who we serve this is God that we serve and this is what God is looking for in this age this generation, somebody to hold on and will not only be selfish, looking only for his own good. And God will bless us in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Are you blessed? We are the runners and the messenger of 
God's grace. Christ came already. When he comes back, it's to judge the earth. But before then, he wants us to continue spreading the good news of his grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, it bothers me, but, you know, I'm like, there's nothing I can do about it to see that the world is trying so hard to make everyone look the same. Religion, every, you know, everything looks the same. I mean, when you hear the, 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 the uh, uh, leaders of, uh, of, uh, of Christian world, meeting with imam, with Hindu priests and everything, all of them having a meeting together. They'll be like, and all they are trying to do, the one I heard is that don't condemn anyone. All of us are the same. I mean, all of them are the same. It's not all of us. All of them are the same. Now, whether you believe the Bible or not, in John, it says that there is only one way. Christ is the way, the truth, and life. That's what we know. For me to preach another thing, then what am I doing? Now, because I've been elected to be a, 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 the head of a, a church, now I think that I should behave in my, in my post. I should conform. When the Bible says, do not conform. The Bible says we should not conform to this world, but here we are. And the funny thing is, in the name of peace, they are signing agreements on our behalf, all of us. They are signing agreements. What is your role? To run, yes. Not only to run, to speak. So we're going to read some scriptures and then maybe I will let you go again today. Jeremiah chapter 1. What is my role as a child of God? What is my role? Now, by his appointment means that you are chosen anyway. So in Jeremiah chapter 1, start reading from verse 4, and the Bible says, Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, saying Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Uh -huh. Before you were born, I sanctified you. Uh -huh. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Uh -huh. Then said I, mm -hmm. Our Lord God, Our Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a youth. How many youths are in this place? How many youths are in this place? How many? How many? Now, only one. Wow, that's wonderful. Hallelujah. So we have Ed uh, State, Ed State, Ed State, you call them? Ed State man, yeah, women as well, you know. If we're a youth, shout one big hallelujah. If you are a whole person, shout one big hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. 
Praise the Lord. Jeremiah said, I can't speak. For I am a youth. I am a youth. So you know what? People will not listen to me. We have elderly people who will tell me to shut up. They will even ask me, where are you coming from? Look at you, evil. You can't even pronounce the word. You stammer. No. You are not bold enough. Satan was saying all these things in his head. And fortunately for him, it was, in, it was before God. Hallelujah. And I said, God, I can't speak. I'm a youth. And, and what happened? But the Lord said to me. But the Lord said to me. Do not say I am a youth. Do not say I am a youth. You are selected, appointed for this purpose. Don't say that you are a youth. No, you are special. You are a priest. Hallelujah, you are called out one. You have been anointed for this position. Go on. For you shall go to all who, to whom I send you. Uh-huh. And whatever I command you. Whatever I command you. You shall speak. Go on. Do not be afraid of their faces. Do not be afraid of their faces. For I am with you. Uh-huh. To deliver you, says the Lord. Uh-huh. Then the Lord put forth his hand. Uh-huh. And touched my mouth. Uh -huh. And the Lord said to me. The Lord said to me. Behold. Behold. I have put my words in your mouth. Wait a minute. The Lord put out his hand. And did what? Touch where? Mouth. His mouth. Hand. Touch. Mouth. And the Lord now said. Behold. I have put my words in your mouth. Wow. What? Words, my words in your mouth. The revelation, whatever you need. He said, I will tell whatever I command you, you shall speak. So you know what? This are my words. Go and speak these words. And go on. And he now says, Well, see. See. Uh-huh. I have set this day. Uh-huh. I have this day uh -huh. set you over the nation uh -huh. and over the kingdom. Uh-huh. To root out. To root out. And to pull down. To pull down. To destroy. Uh -huh. And to throw down. And to throw down. To build. To build. And to plant. And to plant. Moreover. Moreover. The word of the Lord came to me saying, uh -huh. Jeremiah. Jeremiah. What do you see? What do you see? Go on. And I said, and I said, I see a branch of an olive tree, of an almond tree. Uh-huh. Then the Lord said to me. The Lord said to me. You have seen well. You have seen well. For I am ready to perform my word. I'm ready to perform my words. Go on. And the word of the Lord came to me uh -huh. the second time. Second time. Saying. Saying. What do you see? What do you see? And I said. Uh-huh. I see a boiling pot. Whoa. <laughs> Go on. And it is facing away it, from the north. It's facing away from the north. Then the Lord said to me, uh -huh. Out of the north, out of the north, calamity shall break forth. On calamity. No, mm. no, 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 no. I wanted to stop at 10 as well. But I kept reading. And when I was reading to, I realized that God is telling me that before calamity happens, he's aware of it. He knows about. He didn't say, I will say calamity. He didn't say it there. Can you see it there? He says, see. 
gone. It says, out of the north, calamity shall break forth on all the inhabitants of the land. I have not seen nor heard, nor have entered the heart of man things that God has prepared for those who love, but to his own he has revealed them. Hallelujah. This is what is happening. When you are in the presence of the Lord, God will reveal things to you. Now, you may think that uh, uh, this has something to do with your life. Yes, it has. Because, you see, your own life as well, you don't know tomorrow. And God can open your eyes and tell you what is going to happen tomorrow and what you need to do to stay alive or to overcome. Go on, because we are stopping at 19. Go on. All the facts. For behold, behold, I am calling all the families of the kingdoms of the north, mm -hmm. says the Lord. Mm -hmm. They shall come, uh -huh. and each one set his throne <laughs> at, yeah, the entrance. Uh -huh. at the entrance of the gates of Jerusalem, uh -huh. against all its walls all around, and against all the cities of Judah. Uh -huh. I will... Utter my judgment. I will utter my judgment against them concerning all their wickedness. Now, now, my point, uh, you know, at this point, is to let you know that uh, God can allow anything to happen to His beloved one, His people. He says, calamity will break out from the north. People, they will come. Thrones will come and set their throne at the entrance of Jerusalem to besiege it. Hallelujah. That's what he said. And then he goes on. Now where are we now? Verse 16. 16. I will utter my judgment, judgment uh -huh, against them. Against them concerning, concerning all their wickedness. Without wickedness. That wouldn't have happened. We, without the, I love this word, without their evilness. Is that a word? It is now. Without evilness, without wickedness, calamity will not come. Mm. Problems will not come. But because the heart of man is desperately wicked, God has no choice sometimes than to just allow the principle that rules the war to take place. He doesn't want it, but sometimes we just have to stop. The world just have to stop. One is trying to, to pass a law against abortion. The other one is saying, I want to reverse it. I don't care who is you know who is the president or prime minister. I don't care. If you go against God's law, prepare for what comes after. No sinner goes without punish or without being punished. Hallelujah. No sinners. No, no sinner. No. If you don't get it now, you will get it later. This scripture says, the souls that sin shall die. 
I'm like, whoa, God, come on now. You died already for sinners. But he also says that uh, if, you, if, you, if you believe in the Son of God, you will be saved. But if you don't, you're condemned. So you have the choice. Then he now says that if my people who are called by my name, if they will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, he says, I will turn. And, to, and, and if they turn from their evil way, he says, then I will forgive their sin and heal their land. So the if is there. Don't leave the word if out of this verse. If my people. So you see, I want to fast. I want to pray for the old world. I want to say, Lord, by tomorrow, let there be no more corona in the name of Jesus. It's emotional prayer. That is emotional prayer. God hears it? Maybe, because I'm not God. But really, what he wants you to do is to minister, to preach to the world and let them make up their minds. So, go on and let's finish that. Because they have forsaken me. They have done what? Forsaken me. Burned incense to, to other gods. Burned incense to other gods. Uh -huh. And worshipped the works of their own hands. Hello. Say hi. Hello. Hi. Oh, yeah, I didn't hear you. Come on now. Hello. Hi. Thank you. Thank you. Go on. Therefore. Therefore. Prepare yourself. Uh -huh. And arise. To you. Uh-huh. And speak to them uh -huh. all that I command you. Uh -huh. Do not be dismayed before their faces, uh -huh. lest I dismay you before them. 18. For behold, uh -huh. I have made you this day uh -huh. a fortified city uh -huh. and an iron pillar uh -huh. and bronze walls uh -huh. against the whole land, uh -huh. against the kings of Judah, uh -huh. against its princes. Yep against its priests, uh -huh. and against the people of the land. 19. They will fight against you. Now listen, they're going to fight against you. But they shall not prevail against you. They shall not prevail against you. For I am with you. I am with you. Says the Lord. Says the Lord. To deliver you. To deliver you. Now, don't miss out the point there. The point is that if people will not repent, if they will not turn back, Calamity will break out. So if we don't want calamity to break out, he now says to him in verse uh, 17, in verse 16, he says, arise. Where was that? Yeah, prepare yourself. Prepare yourself and, and arise. arise. So you and I have to get ready. This is end time evangelical church, so I understand this message might be, you know, uh, somehow to some people, but to you, it shouldn't be strange. This should be what you have used to a while now, amen, to preach the gospel. Speak out against the nation for their wickedness and injustice. Now, they will fight against you for saying that. I mean, imagine me standing here telling you that you should not be a, 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 um, an homosexual. That's a sensitive word in these days, isn't it? 
and I'm saying it. And you, I, do you think that people will not want to crucify me for saying that? Say so you have no right. You have no right. You can't judge everyone. They will try to crucify me for just saying the word homosexual. But when I say that you should not be a liar, it's okay. You should not be an adulterer. It's all right. I'm preaching. But don't be a homosexual. Whoa. Don't say that. It's the Bible. They were all grouped together. Is it in the Bible? Say liars, adulterer, fornicators, all of them we do or have their parts in the lake of fire. That's the Bible. So saying that, even some among you now are like, Pastor, watch out. Be careful what you are saying now. Be careful. You know we are online. You know we are online. So now, me too, I have to be, oh, oh, sorry, I said that. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. You can be homosexual if you want. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I still love you. I still love you. Yeah. They're going to fight against you, but the Bible says they will never prevail against you. The meaning is that whatever happens to you, you are with the Lord. And the Lord is with you. You will suffer for what? Righteousness sake. You must be prepared. That is you now stretching your legs to do the wrongs. Because some is going to stone you. They're going to stone you for preaching God in the public. At work. They're going to condemn you. Some will even going to bring out your past shame. Oh, you didn't hear that. Now you're proclaiming Christ. They will say, oh, is it not you, you? That we used to do this together. Remember? How many ladies we slept with? Remember? They will bring it up. But you will now be like, oh, I'm a new creation. Hallelujah. In Christ Jesus, all things have passed away. Behold, I am new. Hallelujah. But at that point, you didn't expect them to bring it out but they brought it imagine somebody want to ridicule uh, you know uh, uh, a christian lady that have been you know radical in the past or you know wild in the past say hey 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 sister Cody I'm trying not to use anyone's name is that okay sister Lodi you've forgotten that four Pregnancy, you terminated? Now with your mouth, you are now saying this? What are you going to say? In front of everyone who did not know anything about you? What are you going to do? Somehow you feel like, you shouldn't have done that. Don't do that. The Bible says they will fight against you. How do you think they were going to fight against you? Oh, with knife and cutlass? And guns? No, that's not it. They're going to dig out your past and throw it in your face. But the Bible says, do not worry. Do not be afraid. Behold, I am with you. They will never prevail. Which means that you will not lose your crown. You will not lose your salvation. You will not lose your place with me. Hallelujah. Don't look at it. Yes, at that moment, you feel so ashamed. 
But you have the power of God, the grace of God. I have one more long scripture to read, and then I will let you go today. Are you ready? Book of Micah, Micah, chapter 2. Remember, your role is to speak out against the nation of their wickedness and injustices of the shedding of innocent blood, which abortion comes under, and every other killings, even with the mouth. When you lie against a person, that you didn't kill the person physically, but the person eventually take their own lives. Their blood can be on your head or in the, on the head of the nation. So in the book of Micah, let's read from verse 1. And please, the reason I want us to read this is because I know you don't read these places. All you want is blessing. And you are blessed, and I still don't understand why you are not displaying the blessing of God when you are so blessed. Display, show it, don't hide it. Don't, don't deceive us. You know that you are blessed, but you are pretending as if you are not blessed. You make the men of God to keep screaming, Father bless her! She's blessed! Pastor, take care of yourself. These people are blessed. They are blessed. Everything they lay their hands upon is prospering. Their family is covered. They were not crying. Their family... They just changed their car, though it's higher purchase, but changed the car to newest range. What else do you do you want? What kind of blessing are you looking for? A jet? A jet to do what? To go to Iceland to shop? Where are you gonna park the jet? <laughs> Micah 2. Let's start reading from verse 1. Woe to those who devise okay, iniquity. If, if you hear woe, you should pause. You should like, whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. What's going on here? Yeah, so we now say woe to who? Those who devise iniquity uh -huh. and work out evil on uh, their beds. Ah. You see, you never read this place before. You never, you didn't know. Ah, you tell me the truth now. Have you ever seen it? You read it as a, you know, you just went to it, and then you did not think about it. On your bed! Go on. At morning light, they practice it because it is in the power of their hands. Now, that is very important. That is very important because it's what? It's in the power of their hands. They can do it. The reason they like. He said, let us do something to cause chaos so that we can gain out of it. They plan it on their bed, and in the morning, they pick up the phone to get the ball rolling. They call this one and that one to join their plan. And before you know, they are prospering. Because it's in their power to do it. 
They know what to say and who to say it to and how it's going to play out. I don't know. I know many people have been blessed or been enriched now by this face mask. I, I know that it's not even, even those innocent who, who, who doesn't know anything about it. Because some flow with the flow. This is what is selling. They will invest in there very quickly. Whether we like it or not, we have to use it. It's a law. It is a law. You see now, I just realized that in the last three weeks, I've been on this altar. I've not even come down to preach to you the way I used to. Remember, I'll go and say, hey, yo, hey, yo. Now, when I want to step down, I say, hey. My sister, my sister, yes, I return back to my post. Because we've been what? Restricted. If I want to come to you, I have to cover my nose. And whether we want to understand me or not, many people have been blessed by it. Many people are now rich by this thing. Verse 2. They covet fields and take them by violence, also houses, and seize them. So they oppress a man and his house, a man and his inheritance. Therefore, Therefore thus says the Lord. Now, thus says the Lord. Behold, behold, against this family, against this family, I am devising disaster from which you cannot remove your necks. Nor shall you walk haughtily, for this is an evil time. In that day... Hold on. You see, I want, I want you to make it sink. That's why I said we have to read it. And let me also say to you that this was not done last night. This verse is now, now, that was in uh, November ending. When I said to you, I, I, I can't come on the other and lie to you. I don't, I don't have reason for it, honestly, whatsoever. When I went before God for seven days, 5 a.m., remember, that was when all this was written down, when I was asking God questions. So if you think that I'm, I'm, you know, I'm flowing with the flow, no. I'm flowing with the Holy Spirit. This is what God said. Some people on their bed have made plans to cause chaos. Whether we believe it, we have proof of it or not, now I'm speaking by the Spirit of God that that's what happened. Now, I have no proof. Okay? So now, the other thing I'm saying now is that what God said concerning it. Behold, against this family, I am doing what? Devising disaster from which you cannot remove your necks, nor shall you walk utterly, proudly, for this is an evil time. This is the agenda of God. 
This is the revelation of God. This is the book of God. This is what he has opened our eyes to see. What, what can we do or what shall we do about it? Let's go to verse 4. In that day, in that day, one shall take up a proverb against you uh -huh. and lament with a bitter lamentation, uh -huh. saying, saying, we are utterly destroyed. Uh -huh. He has changed the heritage of my people, uh -huh. how he has removed it from me. Uh -huh. To a turncoat, he has divided our fields. That's five. Therefore, Therefore, you will have no one to determine boundaries by lot uh -huh. in the assembly of the Lord. Okay. Do Six. Not, do Six, not, yes. Do, do not, not prattle. prattle. Okay, now, I want uh, somebody to interpret that because I don't understand prattle and I didn't check it out. Sorry? Professor. Okay, go on. You say to those who prophesy. Uh-huh. So they shall not prophesy to you. Uh -huh. They shall not return insult for insult. Hmm. You who are named the house of Jacob, is the spirit of the Lord restricted? Are these his doings? Hold on. Verse 6 again. Do not prattle. Do not prophesy. They will say to you, do not prophesy. Go on. Read. So they shall not prophesy to so you. So they shall not prophesy to you. They shall not return insult for insult. They shall not uh, may return insult for insult, which means they will be insulted. The, the prophets are going to be insulted. What is going on now? But you see, a wise prophet will not return insult. We just say, God. <laughs> it's in your head. Hallelujah. Now read on. You, you who are named the house of Jacob, uh -huh. is the spirit of the Lord restricted? Is the spirit of God restricted? Are these his doings? Are this his doing? Do not my words do good to him who, who walk walks uprightly? uprightly? Uh -huh. Lately, Lately, my people have risen up as an enemy. <laughs> Go on. You pull off the robe with the garment from those who trust you as they pass by, like men returned from war. Do you understand that at all? Lately, my people, my people have risen up as an enemy. This word is to the Christendom. My people rise up against me like an enemy. Uh huh. You steal the shirts right off the back of those who trusted you, making them as rats return from battle. You see, what we are experiencing today is what is in here, but there, there are still other things ahead. Prophets are now being called liars for what? For prophesying, <laughs> I've heard before that. Uh, how do you know a prophet when he says a thing and it doesn't come to pass? Okay, so half of the prophets in the Bible are liars. If that is what you want to say, because many of them will say it. Even, even, even Jonah. Jonah said to Nineveh, he said, "In forty days." 
It didn't say if you repent. It says in 40 days, the Lord will overrun this city and it will be gone. But people repented. And God changed his mind. Relented. People repented and God relented. If my people, they were still his people. We are all his people. The nations of, nations of the world are his people. Okay, let me let you go. Let's go. Go straight from 9 to 10 and 13. The women of my people uh -huh. you cast out uh -huh. from their pleasant houses, uh -huh. from their children. Uh -huh. You have taken away my glory forever. <laughs> Go arise on, Arise. Now, arise. And depart. And depart. For this is not your rest. This is not your rest. Because it is defiled. Uh -huh. It shall destroy. It shall destroy. Yes. Yes. With, with utter destruction. Now, hear the solution in verse 11. Go on. If a man should walk in a false pro false spirit uh -huh. and speak a lie, mm -hmm. saying, saying, I will prophesy to you uh -huh. of wine and drink, uh -huh. even he would be the prattler of this people. Okay, now 12. I will surely assemble all of you, now, O this Jacob. This is the time. I will surely assemble all of you. I will surely gather the remnant of Israel. Are you ready to run? Go on. I will put them together like sheep on, of the fold. <laughs> like a flock in the midst of the pasture. This is too deep for you guys, isn't it? It's really deep, isn't it? It's too deep. We need to analyze it, and I'm out of time. Need to analyze it. He says, I will surely assemble all of you, O Jacob. That is, forget about whatever they are saying out there now, whatever everyone is doing. When it's time, the remnant shall be assembled. That is why you and I have to be ready. And I, I want to believe that this is the time that God is calling us back home so that we can carry out his word. And he now says, "What? Well, let's go to 13, I believe, yes. And that's where we stop today. The one who breaks open uh -huh. will come up before them. Uh -huh. They will break out, uh -huh. pass through the gate, uh -huh. and go out uh -huh. by it. Yes. Their king will pass before them with the Lord at their head. You see, when we are returned, you can stand to your feet now. When you are returned back to God, God will so much be with you that on your forehead, people will know who you are. Amen. They will know who you are. They will not be able to touch you. You will break through whatever gate. You will break through whatever barrier. You will walk in and possess. You will take charge. You see, now, now, now it's still funny. It's funny that, uh, well, we thank God for, for the world or for UK allowing us to meet for now. But what I foresee, and listen to me very careful, carefully, listen, 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 listen to me. What I foresee is that the government, secretly or openly, will start to seek for God to lead them. And I see it happening soon, sooner than you think. Now, we have been praying, and I believe in our prayers. 
And I know that when we continue to pray today, you will see how God is going to turn things around. Because the Bible already made it clear that when we turn back to him, it will turn back to us. Our job is to return his people back to him. And we have the operation of what? Operation number spread it. Operation spread it. However, wherever, supermarket, at least you can still go there. Yes, you cannot hug, you cannot rent him, but you can still say God is the way. Jesus is the way. You can still say God will help us. They will not stone you for saying God is in control. They will not stone you if you even scream out in a supermarket and say, God will heal the land. You see, you see, you see, one thing I've been uh, showing Pastor in the last uh, two days is the prayers of the world. They all use God. G, I mean, G-O-D, capital letter. Look at them. I've been looking, I've been watching. Christian nation, even a pastor, prayed some days ago. Use the name of God all through. Never mention Jesus once. A pastor prayed, I mean, prayed openly on a stage for the whole world, mentioned God, 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 God without Jesus throughout. I don't want to, you know, because, you know, of this thing. But what I'm saying is that, and it's not there alone. I saw, you know, I saw another place as well. It was God. They used the name of God, but not Jesus. So, which God? God help us. We have to be very careful. Very careful of what we do what we support what we bet our life on because we can say oh no be careful be careful god will help us as we go out to proclaim the people of god are returning and they will seek us they will seek the church you will see abi is it not god we will see very soon they will be asking leaders of faith they will use leaders of faith. They're not going to say Christian. Hear me well. They will call faith leaders to come and, you know, pray. I drop mine. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. I want us to pray just for a few minutes. Hallelujah.